Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking the Financial Stress Balancing Act with Chantelle Bonneau. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right. So I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. And I'm I'm super excited to talk about the new Northwestern Mutual 2017 planning and uh, progress study that came out all about millennials. And you are a millennial yourself. So and a financial expert, which is like the triple whammy. So I was wondering if you could just give the listeners like a little bit of background about yourself and, um, you know, what you do for a Absolutely. living. Absolutely. So I started as a financial advisor at Northwestern Mutual seven years ago. This was my first job out of college after graduating from UCLA with a degree in economics. And um, that was 2010, which was a very interesting time to be entering the financial field, obviously, in any level. And 
I'm so grateful that I entered the industry at that time because it really gave me an opportunity to, to have a much more empathetic approach to consumers' fear and uncertainty and real need for an actual plan when it comes to their financial life. And so I fell into this career and couldn't be happier with, um, with both my progress in it and the industry's progress and really helping people understand that they deserve and they need a financial plan. And that's what I've been focused on trying to accomplish and work toward for the last seven years. Awesome. And, you know, I I think there were a lot of like really interesting things I think that popped out at me about the study that was just released. But before we kind of get into it, I just from your own experience, you know, working with millennials, are there trends that you see that just kind of keep emerging with with different clients that that you can talk about? A lot of different trends when it comes to millennials. And I mean, we are a, a large generation, obviously. And with that comes a lot of um, you know, traits that really define who we are from a financial standpoint. Um, a couple that really stand out to me and I see over and over again with my clients are obviously, number one, trying to balance so many components of their financial life from such an early phase of their professional life. Many clients come to me with a decent amount of student loans, which is a real um, additional component to think about, to manage, to understand. A lot of times they have parents that maybe are not quite at the phase that they're relying on them yet, but they know that that's a conversation or something in the back of their mind that's coming up. You know, did my parents save enough retirement? And then, you know, the big scary goal, which is homeownership, which has been, um, you know, a a fluid goal for a lot of millennials that don't know if or when that's really going to be a possibility for them with the amount of other components that really face their financial state. So it's been really interesting. And are you... Are you seeing, you know, I mean, I see this myself, but I'm just curious from your standpoint, are you seeing, you know, because of like the large student loan debt that that most millennials have, that they're having to delay a lot of things that maybe other generations didn't do? Absolutely. They're delaying. I think the big one we see is homeownership. I think where we see it less, but where we will see it is contributions toward retirement. Um, You know, even doing a couple percent less because you're focused on student loans plays a really big role long-term when we look at deferred growth. And then, of course, I think the less financially stable people feel, they tend to put off things like homeownership, marriage, kids, until a slightly later point in their life, which just elongates their financial runway to hit all of those points that, that might be important to them, but they don't get a start on quite as early. Right, right. Yeah, gotcha. That's awesome. So I think one of the things from the study that really popped out at me, and I talk about this a lot, because I think that it's something that is not addressed enough. And it is the financial balancing act between the physical and emotional toll. And I think we don't talk about a lot about, you know, the emotional side of money and how that really impacts you know, kind of how we think, act, and feel about money. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about, you know, some of the findings that you found um, about the the physical and emotional toll. You are completely right. There is so much financial anxiety that is um, circling the millennial generation and causing so many problems and fears and really stopping them from, from chasing that financial stability. And I think 
a lot of that comes from just those added complications that we already talked about, like student loans or parents or other factors that play a role, general cost of living. But a lot of the financial anxiety, at least what I've seen with a lot of clients, is that millennials are researchers. We know we should save, which is one of the findings in the study. A lot of millennials do believe that they need to save early. They understand that that is not an issue anymore. They're very aware of that. It's just because of how much information they have, I think it's almost causing more anxiety because millennials constantly feel behind. No matter how hard you try, interesting. no matter how many good decisions you make, you just always feel behind because we have so much access to all of these studies and all these research and all these um, graphs that we can make that show them just how behind they really are. Wow. I think that's so interesting. So almost, it's almost now like too much information (laughs) that's supposed to cause us to de-stress is doing the opposite effect, right? It's that too much information and then not taking that information to action. So I, I know I have, and I don't know if you've experienced this, met with many millennials that are smart, competent, confident people, and they just have such a fear of making the wrong decision that sometimes they actually delay making these financial choices that are going to get them closer to what they want. And I think the other, the other you know, underlying issue when it comes to money or health or fitness is that it's never done. It's never perfect. It's all about progress. And, you know, reaching the potential that is important to you. And that can be a, a difficult time for a, or a difficult state for so many millennials because it's infinite gray area and it's hard to own if you've done it correctly. So um, I think that it's really a combination of those things. The analysis paralysis that's preventing them from making decisions and taking action at some level. And then that overwhelming thought that this is just such a big mountain to climb and always feeling behind. Yeah, that's such a good point. So is there any advice you offer, you know, if somebody's stuck in kind of that anxiety pull around money, you know, something that they could maybe start to do a little bit proactive to start changing that? Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's my favorite topic is how to help people take action and really own their relationship with money. Um, There are a couple great ways for people to get out of that state and really move toward um, a place of progress and lower that anxiety. Number one is always think about your financial life from a goal standpoint. So what is important to you? Is it important to you to buy a house? Don't be stressed about it if it's not relevant for you, right? Um, Really set that goal to you, not what the American dream is or what, you know, someone else, your friend did. Um, So I think really setting those goals And thinking about what is important to you can help at least help you focus on where to really start. And the second thing is think about the actions you can take that are logical. There are so many components to financial personal management, but a a lot of them are fairly, um, you know, fairly obvious, right? Like have an emergency fund, contribute to your retirement, take advantage of an employer-sponsored match, right? Look at your benefits when you when you get to a company. See if you have enough disability insurance. Some of the really fundamental things that can just build that internal confidence and help you feel like you're at least on the right track. Just like most things, you have to you know get started to really get the ball rolling. 
Yeah. And I think that's such great advice too about being goal centered. You know, I talk about that a lot on the podcast because I think, you know, especially with social media and, you know, Facebook and Instagram, like we, we are, even if we're not aware of it, we're seeing what our friends are even people we don't know buying and the vacations they're going on and the houses they're buying. And, and so I think it can really add this extra pressure that we might not even know, we might not even be aware of is, is happening inside of us and causing, you know, kind of that, that freeze frame, that like panic moment. Do you find that as well? Absolutely. And, and social media, um, nothing's wrong with it. We all have fun with it, but it does create a lot of that fear of missing out, or you feel like you're the only person that doesn't have a $2,000 a month vacation budget, and you have no idea how people are doing all these things. And and that really is the truth, is that your situation might just be really different than someone else's. Either they're not saving a penny and they're going into debt, or maybe they have a leg up in life somehow, right? Parents gave them money, they got a great job, maybe they worked really hard for it. But if you stay focused on what you really want to accomplish, hopefully it can help you be a little bit clearer on where you should put your energy, good and bad, when it comes to your financial choices. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. 
Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another thing in, uh, you know, kind of talking about the stress is is dealing with couples and relationships, which I know is always like a giant landmine. And, you know, one of the stats said that 24% say financial anxiety affects the relationship. And I mean, I definitely know that to be true. You know, is that is that a trend that you see as well with, with millennial clients? With millennials, almost more than other generations, it has caused a lot of anxiety for a few reasons. One is that because millennials tend to get married or enter significant relationships where you begin sharing financial information at a later point in time, um, one, you know, you get set in your ways a little bit. And two, when a couple comes together, they bring all of their financial baggage with them, good or bad, right? Their debt, they bring their 401k, they bring all those things And it can cause a lot of anxiety if one person feels like they're dragging the relationship down or if the other person feels like their partner is dragging the relationship down. It's just a whole nother level of anxiety because you didn't build those habits necessarily right from the get-go together. Not that that solves all problems, but it's just an extra layer of complexity. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, you talked about, um, you know, millennials knowing that that they should save. And I think most everyone, you know, maybe like probably intuitively knows they should save. But, you know, one of the things the study found was about, you know, that, that millennials say they're prone to kind of the excess or frivolous spending. You know, how can somebody, you know, kind of stop that, that you know, fast moving bullet train if, you know, they're on that kind of excessive spending? Are there, are there any tips? to maybe get that just a little bit under control, at least so that you feel like you're headed in the right direction? Absolutely. So excessive spending um, really is a big problem. And there are a couple places that I see that really rear its ugly head. One of them is that myself included, right? um, Our generation has access to and loves conveniences. So I think people spend a lot of money on food delivery, on some of these recurring services or things, and they really do add up, right? I mean, a a TV subscription service might only be $10, but when you have 14 or 15 different things that are are auto debiting every month, um, sometimes that can get a little bit out of control. And um, it's hard if you're working really hard, maybe those conveniences mean a lot to you, but just always looking at those costs relative to what you bring in. And is that preventing you from making the good choices like saving? So I think that's one one big component. Another component we alluded to earlier is that, you know, the negative side effect of social media, that so many people feel like they're the only people not going on fabulous vacations, eating at great restaurants, buying a new house, wearing a new outfit in every single picture. And it causes a lot of people to feel falsely like that's okay. And again, never judge your situation against anybody else's. Judge it against what you have to work with and what's important to you, not what other people might be able to do or might be choosing because their goals might be different than yours, right? They might not care at all yeah. about retirement. And um, and while that's unfortunate, right, that just might not be one of their priorities. So again, it's that big fear of missing out or feeling like you're the only one that doesn't have this unlimited fund budget it causes people to spend more because they believe that everyone is. Yeah, and I think that's such great advice because you know I, I often say you know on the on the podcast is sometimes you know 
somebody's situation can look shiny and beautiful from the outside. And you and I know from working with clients that, you know, behind the scenes, sometimes it's not so. It's not so shiny and not so wonderful. And, you know, so I think just being able to walk through some of those practical tips that you're talking about, you know, can, you know, you can really sort of help yourself get rid of some of that unnecessary anxiety that maybe you're putting on yourself just because you think, you know, you're the only one in a a particular situation, which, you know, we know that that's, that's usually not the case. Um, So awesome. So last question, kind of as we wrap up here, you know, there were so many different nuggets in this study, but were there any other like one or two other bits that really stood out to you about millennial trends? I mean, what I love about this study is it reinforces so many of the things that I see with my clientele. So it's great to know that, um, that at least we're, you know, we as advisors are hitting the mark on how people feel when they do this study. Um, One thing that from an optimistic standpoint that I really, really love to see was that almost two thirds of millennials really recognize that they need a financial plan that's going to get them through the ups and the downs in both their life and in the market cycle. And while that seems obvious, it's it's a much larger percentage than of previous generations. And that might be because they had pensions or because they stayed at the same job forever or whatnot. But I love seeing that because it means that millennials are getting smarter and they're aware of um, the realities of our market. And the more that we can plan for not just the best case scenario, but also sometimes the times that aren't going to be perfect, um, the more likely that they can weather the storm and get closer to their goals. So I love seeing that. And I love seeing um, obviously that they millennials really focus on saving early as a best practice they strive for. We just have to help them cross the finish line and actually execute on it so that they can be on track for that great long-term financial life that they're looking for. Awesome. Yeah, that, those are such great information. So um, I have loved, I think we could talk like forever about this. Um, so tell us where can people find you if they want to reach out to my, you? Um, my website is chantelle-bonneau.com. Um, they can always Google me and um, and find my company website and reach out to me that way through my email or phone number. And I'd be happy to, to of course, engage with anyone that's focused on their, on their planning and implementing some of these good things that we talked about today. Again, I think it's so important to talk about the financial stress and anxiety and all of these different emotions that we put on top of money. And I think what's so tough is that sometimes it's hard for us to figure out why we stress about it anyway. I mean, there's the obvious things. Obviously, we want to pay bills. We want to, you know, go on trips. We want to buy cars and buy houses and have families and, you know, get married and all those sorts of things. But I think there's an underlying um, kind of layer of financial stress that we put on ourselves a lot of times just by comparing ourselves to other people, you know, what they have, what we don't have. And again, that idea that everything looks so glossy and shiny and beautiful for other people and maybe not so much for us. And I just want to encourage you today to maybe think about your money situation in a different way and try to do whatever you can to not compare yourself to other people. Because I guarantee you, it's not always as shiny and pretty on the other side as maybe you think it might be, right? 
And all we can do at the end of the day is control our own situation, control our own thoughts, control our own stress. So hopefully this podcast has encouraged you, given you some tips to maybe de-stress just a little bit about money. Be sure to look in the show notes. There's going to be a link to the whole study. You can go over and read about a lot more millennial trends that Northwestern Mutual uh, found out in the study. And some of them I think are just really shocking and really interesting. And there's a lot of good stuff in there too. It's not all bad stuff. So as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. If you love this podcast, do me a favor, please share it with your friends, encourage them to subscribe so we can just keep continuing to grow and bring you lots of awesome new tips about money and life. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.